When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. Make a $50 or more first-time deposit, and you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our great web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO Locker. Two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO Locker, all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit. At PointsBet, happy Friday, happy 4th of July weekend. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We've got something fun planned for the end of the show in honor of the 4th of July. We're going to draft our All-American lineup, so that should be a lot of fun. Uh, I've also got a lot of news to get to on today's show, but before we get to that, fellas, how are your Fridays going? How, how is life since, since we last departed? <laughs> Uh, it's good. It's it's the Friday before a three day weekend. It's it's never a never a bad day. How about you, Greg? Anything eventful happened oh, this morning? Oh yeah, I was up to <laughs> one thirty in the morning cleaning fabric softener off my basement floor. So good times. Nice. Oof. That's lots of fun. good was... times. An entire Costco sized jug of fabric softener fell somehow and my basement floor is slanted towards a drain that was covered up when the basement was finished years ago and uh, so I walked out of my little office to a 20-foot river of fabric softener that um, yeah so um, <laughs> good morning yeah yeah, good, yeah good job good times that's, that's it's great. between cleaning that up for two hours and trying to keep two pugs from going and Jumping into this river of fabric softener was uh, quite the adventure. Yeah, so, yes, let's talk some hockey. I, I like the break. non-existent drain. That's very useful. Hey, you know, yeah, he, I'm not sure he ain't going to need that. I'm not sure how that passed home inspection when this house was purchased years ago. But uh, eh, what are you going to do? Ah, you're going to slick through a river of fabric softener is what you're going to do. It's going to be great. Yes. All right, so uh, yesterday, if you missed yesterday's show, go back and listen. We had Luke Richardson in studio with us. It was really, really great. Uh, And then towards the end of the show, we were kind of wrapping up the conversation, and one of our uh, viewers on YouTube, Tom Quinn, pointed out something Elliot Friedman had said um, on SiriusXM that morning about an Alex DeBrinckit trade offer and refusal from uh, Kyle Davidson. So why don't we give that audio a listen so we get the full context of it again. This is uh, Thursday on SiriusXM. I think there's at least one team that's made a – I am working on it today. 
a, a pretty big offer for Dabrinkit, which, I, if it's true, it included a couple of at least a couple of first rounders. One of them, which would have been pretty high, and I heard Chicago wasn't willing to do that. So, like, I, I'm very curious to see what it's going to take to get Dabrinkit out of there. Okay, so the quote there, at least a couple of first-rounders, including one that was pretty high. Um, the fact that Kyle Davidson said no to that is very encouraging to me. Um, he's clearly not looking to move Alex Dabrinkit just to move him. But as we've been saying for the last seemingly six months about this topic, it's got to be a franchise-altering move. It's got to be something that takes years off the rebuild. And if multiple firsts, including a very high one at least, is not enough... Teams are going to get that message that if you want Alex to bring it, you're going to have to come really strong and almost offer the Hawks something they can't refuse. Yeah, and, and if 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 the deal doesn't come together, the alternative, like we like we said yesterday, the alternative is you have Alex to bring it on your team, and you very likely lock him up for the almost pretty much the rest of his career, and that's nothing wrong with that. No, and and I, what's what's interesting too is as we get closer to the draft. And now we've seen one of the you know one of the dominoes of this offseason across the league fall with the future of what happens with Kevin Fiala. Now he's going from Minnesota to L.A. A lot of teams that were potentially trying to to, to make that kind of deal work that didn't now look at Debrinka and maybe look a little bit more desperate. And it's it'll be interesting to see if. Uh, you know, as we get to this 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 last week coming up to the draft, what offers uh, teams may come to the Blackhawks with, and if it's um, if it's more than than this offer that they uh, reportedly turned down, all the better. It, it, you have to look at what you got for Brandon Hagel. Um, you know, two two future firsts, two NHL ready players, and you have to say, you know what, it's got to be more than that because Alex DeBrincat is much more of a player than than Brandon Hagel is. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, anybody uh, jumping into the Alex DeBrinkett sweepstakes can send a hateful, strongly worded email to the Tampa Bay Lightning for that Brendan Hagel trade right now because they move that bar way higher than it probably should have ever been. And now the Blackhawks are rightfully so going to say, well, this is what I got for Brendan Hagel, and let's look at those numbers. Hmm, yeah, what else you got there? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kyle Davidson said, more than once, at least twice, on uh, during Luke Richardson's press conference the other day, I'm not going to force anything. Those are his direct words, and that's exactly what I wanted to hear. And if this report from Elliot Freeman is true, and I have no reason to doubt it because, you know, he's the best in the business when it comes to this sort of thing, he's not forcing anything. And that's exactly what I want to see. Two first-round picks. And whatever, you know, it doesn't seem like that's going to get it done, and it shouldn't. If it's ju- if it was just the two first picks, yeah, no, you need more. You got to get, as we've talked about it a ton, you got to get one of those top couple of picks this year, plus an elite-level prospect that that is at least Lucas Reichel or better at this point that can be on a productive member of this year's team and beyond, and then maybe some other pieces that are, are good for down the road or – a handful of other draft picks. So sounds good. And, you know, there's no reason to take the very first offer that comes down the pike either. So, again, Davidson is is coming off like he's he's knows, despite this being his first GM job, he kind of knows what he's doing. And 
that's a little worrisome for the wrong reasons for Blackhawk fans because they're just so used to the other way where it's just like we're just going to do things just for the sake of doing things or at least that's how it appeared and now we got a guy that knows exactly what he wants and if he doesn't get it he's moving on we saw it with Calvin DeHaan last year yep I need at least this I'm not getting this I don't need to make the trade I'm moving on so that's that's a good uh quality to have in 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 your general manager especially one who's doing this for the first time well I, I know that not everybody listens to every episode and we'll forgive you for that we know it's five days a week is a is a big commitment but you we're will. we're always there when you need What's us your problem <laughs> uh and we appreciate <laughs> when you do listen so I, I think some of that nuance of the conversation can get lost from time to time where um people that don't do this every day or cover the hawks for a living or even as a very very close hobby you know if we're talking about like your generic sports talk radio host or a sports commenter from the newspaper, whatever, is like, why would they trade Alex Dabrinkit? That's stupid. He's good. It's not no, – no one is just saying to trade him. It is about taking – maximizing the return. You're going to get a huge, huge return for Alex Dabrinkit. And like we've said, something that shortens the rebuild. And, yeah, he scores 40 goals. But what if you get, you know, two 30-goal scores and a 20-goal score in that trade? That's good. Or – or a future <laughs> 80s more than defenseman or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and you know, I was I was coming. I was actually talking to George Offen, one of my good friends in media, yesterday about this. And you know, he's like, "Well, they don't, thirty goal scores don't just grow on trees." I go, "Right, but you also you also need depth to win. You know, you have to get several pieces. And having Alex DeBrinket would be great. And none of us would be pissed if that's if the ultimate goal. You know, if the ultimate result is Alex DeBrinket is a Blackhawk for the next eight years. Sweet." Everyone's very happy with that, but the opportunity exists here to really maximize a huge return and accelerate the rebuild and add organizational prospect depth and picks that you just don't have. And that's oh. the fastest way back to contention. Right. And and just to prove that point about you need depth and you need more than one guy, we've had two 40-goal seasons already from Alex Dabrinkit, and neither of those seasons led to a postseason berth. So you need more than Alex Dabrinkit. So either you build around him, or you use him to get that. The same people that just look at Alex Dabrinkit and say, oh, you can't trade him, he's too good, are the same people that look at the Blackhawks' just record and the goals they've allowed the last couple of years and go, well, they're a bad defensive team, so they must draft a bunch of defensemen this year at this draft. I mean, it's just breezing over the, the headline. It's like sharing an article on social media with just by reading the headline and not reading the article. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's no, as we said yesterday, there's no really wrong answer here if you're trading to bring it for maximum value and taking a year off your rebuild cool if you're keeping him here for the next decade and he's continues to be a great player cool like either of those options are fine with me yep and and try and the idea to try to stay competitive to keep to it's like like to your point greg like they've had to bring it they've had taze they've had kane they've had you know Jones and Flurry and Jones Flurry. They've had Hagel. you know Corey Crawford, Robin Leonard, Duncan Keith. Yeah. Like they've had all these guys in the last five six years, and they haven't been to a true postseason. The only reason that they got into the bubble playoffs was because the NHL finagled the the rules so that Chicago and Montreal could be involved in it. So you know you're worrying about being competitive. That ship is long sailed next season as much as as much as the fans might want the team to be competitive as much as the players 
obviously want the team to be competitive. I think the reality is it's not going to be because this year was supposed to be competitive. Now, yeah, a change of head coach could make a difference, a change of, you know, just the direction, you know, starting the season with a fresh perspective, a fresh direction for the team, that could make a difference, yes. That could make a difference, you know, in the locker room, off the ice, whatever. But I really don't see this team being competitive enough, even with Alex Brinkett, Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, whatever, you know, you want to make the lineup to be. Um, it's just it the, the league is just too far ahead of, of, of the Blackhawks where they are now and the purpose of the rebuild is to speed up the process to catch up to the top teams in the league yep. and become one of those teams and a perennial team that's in the playoffs that's a contender and a team that you know you can you can line up against the Colorados and the Tampa Bays and the Torontos uh, and 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 Vegas and you know and all these teams that have been so competitive for the last five, six seasons, Boston, like line up against them and be like, you know what? We got a chance and not be like, oh, well, that's going to be a long night. The other thing to remember, and I, you know, we all sort of lost sight of this as the season went on. It wasn't just Seth Jones and Marc-Andre Fleury added to the Brinkett, Kane, Taves, yada, yada, yada this year. It was also Jake McCabe who was yeah. a sought after free agent. It was also Jujar Kara. It was also Tyler Johnson coming in and, and being here instead of Brent Seabrook. Like, a ton of things were done to try to make this a playoff team this year. And they got off to a disastrous start because they're partly because their coach sucked, partly because they were failing on the ice. It's not a hundred percent Jeremy Calton's fault. Um, and you had Brandon Hagel and you had all these, like that's why everybody was looking at this team as a playoff team, potentially. And you had to bring its career year. Yes. And what did it get you? It got nothing. you nothing. It got you nothing. So, so it got you the what's sixth that definition. Pick? Got yeah. you the sixth well, pick, which you had already pick. traded away. Yeah, right. Yeah. So what's now, that definition yeah. of insanity about doing the same thing over and over and hoping for a different result? It's time to try something different. Honestly, like when you look at the impact players added, you almost could not, if you tried, to top what they brought in last year, last summer. A Hall of Fame goalie, a potential Hall of Fame defenseman, a really solid middle pair defenseman, a solid third, fourth line checking center winger. Like they brought in a ton to solidify that roster and go for it one more time. And it failed miserably. So now Kyle Davidson, like you say, Greg, he has to dig up to get to ground zero because of the wreckage of this thing. The only way forward is a full rebuild. He knows that we know that. And it's, it's kind of why we're like, if they end up trading to bring it for a killer package, cool, then do it because it's, it's going to help out. All right. We have uh that, I think we've said what we need to say on that topic for today. We'll get back to it on Tuesday. That's for sure. Um, Cap Friendly, our friends at Cap Friendly, remind us that today, July 1st, is the first buyout window. So teams can place players on unconditional waivers for the purposes of buying them out today at 1 p.m. Central. Players with a no-movement clause can skip waivers and go straight to the buyout. Uh, A couple other things. Injured players are ineligible. There's no limit to the number of regular buyouts per team. And players with a no-movement clause must must first clear unconditional waivers. However, um, this is a cap-friendly note. Never mind. So, yeah, players without a no-movement clause must first clear unconditional waivers. If you want to kind of mess around with this and see what it would be like for the Hawks or other teams, cap-friendly has a buyout calculator. You can go play with that. It's really, really fun. That is the greatest resource ever, cap-friendly. So cap-friendly, yeah. We were talking before the show, and I think the only names we could really come up with as buyout candidates – would be Tyler Johnson and um, Brett Connolly. And 
personally, I don't really think that it's necessary. You're not in like a big cap crunch. You know, you, you kind of have to just you, you need some players that are going to be here, um, you know, to pretty fill sure, out roster spots. And I'm pretty sure you have cap friendly open. Both of those contracts just they end after next season, right? I'm looking at the bio calculator, but let me look real okay. quick. I, I can grab a quick. I, th- no, I think both both Johnson and Connolly's deals just go through next season. Johnson has uh oh sorry, that's Reese, future Captain Reese. Uh <laughs> Tyler's is after twenty twenty three, twenty four at five million. So oh, he's, so got, he's got two, more two years. years left on that. And then okay. I gotta go find Connolly and the Rockford roster. He is done after this season, three and a half million. Yeah. There's no there's no but reason. It's, but it's really. buried, so it's it's right. not three and a half. It's like two seven something. Conley could be on the NHL roster this year. You know, depending on what happens, he could be that veteran guy you bring up with these young guys. He was very helpful at Rockford last year. He was like another coach on the ice. He embraced that role of being the veteran guy. Guys raved about you know who raved about him the most last season? Lucas Reichel. Lucas Reichel loved playing with Brett Conley. Uh, they were on the same line for most, and Conley was their one of their best players all season until he got hurt at the end. But Lucas Reichel glommed on to Brent Conley during his first year at North America. That's there's a lot to be said about that. And if Lucas Reichel is going to be a full time NHLer, and you know to use a you know, and that's his that's his you know Linus had his blanket. If Lucas Reichel's blanket is Brent Conley, maybe you put Brent Conley on the Blackhawks this year and see what happens. Um, but there's no need to buy out either of those yeah, guys. No the Blackhawks aren't in salary cap. This isn't 2015. You yeah, need to clear not. $2 million. Tyler Johnson, we asked we asked Luke Richardson yesterday about having a guy like Tyler Johnson trying to establish a winning culture. That's a guy that came from a winning culture in Tampa Bay. That's not a bad guy to have on, on your team. And who knows? Maybe Tyler Johnson you know, is actually healthy this season, something he rarely was last season. And maybe he has, being a more featured guy, he's going to be one of the best players on this team, whether you like that or not. He'll be one of the most the best players on this team. Maybe he has a, like a, an unbelievable breakout year, and all of a sudden some contender says, well, I'll take on another $5 million, and we'll, we'll trade for him at the deadline because he's on fire right now. Whoops. More and, fabric uh, softener? <laughs> yeah, more, more, more stuff for me to clean up. Uh, it's the Al Pamonte need, needing to talk to my hands that gets me in trouble. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, there's no reason to, to, to buy out either of those guys. It just, it's unnecessary. You'll need the NHL bodies. Like, they'll, they'll, they don't have the amount of young players to bring up to the NHL and be like, here's our future. They don't have that yet, especially at forward. So you'll need Tyler Johnson in the lineup. You'll need probably Brett Connolly in the lineup, um, whether it's between Rockford and Chicago or just in Chicago. Who knows? Um, but you'll need those guys. And and for you know a team that's not going to really contend for anything, to have Tyler Johnson who can play all over the lineup in all different situations and uh, like you mentioned, Greg, like actually be healthy this year. Uh, hopefully, like that's great. It's great for him. Better for the team. Hey, you want to find out just for fun what it would be like to buy out Seth Jones? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They'd be paying him until 2037-38 if they bought him out. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Holy <laughs> smoke. Yeah, so <laughs> we won't be doing that. <laughs> I was just curious, so I hit and the they, calculator. And that's still less time than the Mets are paying Bobby Bonilla. <laughs> yeah, today's the day. It's Bobby yeah. Bonilla Day. It's Bobby Bonilla Day. Happy Bobby Bonilla <laughs> Day, everybody. That's really exciting. Oh, man. Uh, all right. A uh, couple little... It is, it is Sorry, weird being July 1st and not having free agency. I hate it's, it. It's weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a little strange. That and trade deadline day are my favorite days of the year and the hockey calendar. Yeah. And yeah, now we got to wait till what the, the 14th. 14th, 13th. It's like right in the middle of prospect camp. That'll, that, that won't be inconvenient whatsoever. Never awkward at <laughs> no, all. We've got a really, really, really busy two weeks ahead of yeah. us here on the podcast. I oh, Extremely yeah. busy. I got it. I have had a gnat flying around my face. Since we started the show, and I just caught it with my bare hands. Whoa. And it's Mr. Miyagi that. Yeah. I was going to say, that was a Miyagi move. <laughs> um, another bit of Hawks news we're going to get to here in a second, but want to remind everybody that the best way to support CHGO, download that PointsBet app, use the promo code CHGO when you sign up. Do it now, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you're also going to get that free CHGO membership. Access to our web content a free CHGO t-shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker, access to our Discord, all that great stuff. It's going to be totally worth it for you to do that. It is a great deal, and uh, the CHGO website is freaking awesome, and you will love it. Uh, Reminder that PointsBet is your home for live in-play betting. And what does that mean? I had someone ask me that the other day. It means that as the game's going on, you can bet as it's happening. So instead of locking in your bet, oh, I think, you know, the... I think the Bears are going to win this game, and I lock it in before the game starts, and then the bet's locked. As the game goes on, you can keep betting things. If the Bears are down a touchdown, you can bet them to come back or lose by two touchdowns or whatever. It's live. It's happening as the game goes on, and it keeps you going in the game while you're watching it. So go do that on the Points Bet app. It's awesome. Don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. They've got more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash-outs. And download that points bet app. Use the code CHGO when you do. What are you waiting for? It's time to elevate your live betting game. Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Another way you can help your friends over here at CHGO and beginning your day with a competitive edge is visiting our friends over at Strava CBD Coffee as it has helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life, Strava delivers delicious, fresh, roasted, specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CB- CBD. The CBD from hemp doesn't make you higher hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you. You're going to feel alert and focused without all the jitters. You're going to live your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains, plus including... CBD in your daily routine, you can even enjoy a more restful sleep and wake up feeling your absolute best. Strava is all about quality. Everything is small batch. It's fresh and it's shipped straight to your door. Strava offers concentrated full spectrum CBD for those looking for a more traditional CBD format with a powerful entourage of effect of benefits. Plus, CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase just by using the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. That's 25% off your 
entire order at Strava, S-T-R-A-V-A, craftcoffee.com by using the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. And if you already love Strava, you can join the Strava Coffee Club and subscribe and save. With Strava, you're in control. Save on your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home or office on your preferred schedule. All right, the other bit of little Hawks news we have here, uh, Dario Melendez, who is a sports reporter in Milwaukee, uh, reporting, and a couple of people went on to confirm this, the Blackhawks and Wild will play a game in October, most likely the 16th, in Milwaukee at the Five Serve Forum. Uh, Hawks and Wild, the Hawks and, and Wild going to, Minis- going to Milwaukee for a game. Uh, that should be a lot of fun, and when I think about the first CHGO road trip, that there one really <laughs> piques my interest. That could pre-game be a lot show of fun. at the Broad Stop. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I think it's uh, you know it's an interesting move because I don't think the NHL is looking to expand anytime soon. But Wisconsin has always uh, been a team that, or a city that or a, an area that the NHL has been called to move to but i don't think ever really will or not in the not in the near future will so it's interesting to, to see that they're going to put um minnesota and uh and, and chicago in uh, in milwaukee i think it's going to be a considered a chicago home game so i wonder how that will work with uh season ticket members and and, and whatnot um but you know i, I tweeted it out yesterday I, I i worked in milwaukee for a few years um and from what i know uh, nothing brings Wisconsin together like teams from Illinois and Minnesota, so it should be a, it should be a very uh, very well received game. I don't know. It's interesting that the NHL is doing this um, and not doing it with Nashville. I, I thought that would have made the most sense because you have the Milwaukee Admirals there, you have a dedicated uh, Predators fan base within Milwaukee, but you also, I mean, you got Wisconsin, you got people from, you, you got people that support Illinois teams in Wisconsin, support Minnesota teams in Wisconsin. It should be fun. I, I, honestly, it should, just, it should just be a good time. The Pfizer Forum is a great arena. Uh, the Deer District around it that they built is is fantastic. Uh, it's, you know, b- bars, restaurants, uh, entertainment venues. It's it's great. So it should be uh, – the NHL probably make it a, a, a small spectacle, and it, it should be a good time. So I saw – so and when I saw that tweet, I saw a couple people point something out that I, I need – we need to verify this. That there's some sort of stipulation that the that the Blackhawks do not want an NHL team like within a certain radius of miles from them. Yeah, and that they are technically preventing Milwaukee from getting a hockey team. That is, I've I've looked that up before, and um, it seems ex- more speculative than anything. No, the exact the exact details escape me right now, but that is uh. <sighs> Uh, it was it was Lloyd Pettit wanted to get a, an NHL team in Milwaukee, and basically the Bradley Center was built to house an NHL team. And in the late '80s, early '90s, when that was being built, it uh, you know deal deal all fell through. And I think there was a um, a geographical restriction brought on by uh, you know the, the the former Wurtz ownership group of the Blackhawks what? that. Uh, yeah, I I'll, I'll have to look it up and confirm this. Um, but I've I've the details escape me. But yeah, it's some it's something that there was they didn't they they didn't want the uh, the the competition to be so close uh, geographically, something like that. So yeah, the the Bradley Center was supposed to house an NHL team eventually, and never did. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Now that you're mentioning that, I, I, writing my book was a bit of a whirlwind. Uh, <laughs> and I know there was something about Pettit and Milwaukee in there. Um, and uh, yeah, I, it's interesting. So I wonder if a Green Bay hockey team would be an option. I wonder how I wonder how far <laughs> that, that, that radius stretches. That city's only big enough to house one professional team. Put some ice at Lambeau, play on the tundra. Yeah, they could all they could all be owners there too. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Rubes. Um <laughs> Milwaukee I, I this should be fun. Milwaukee's yeah. a great hockey town. The Admirals have I've been there forever. I've gone up and covered a few AHL games there when they played at the Panther Arena. I love going up there to, to those games. It's they know that it's a passionate fan base. That's why, as you mentioned, Mario, too, I was a little surprised that the Nashville Predators weren't involved in this game because that's the Milwaukee. They've been uh, the, the NHL affiliate in Milwaukee for years. I mean, it's been they've been there so long. Guys like Ryan Suter and Shea Weber and Pecorine played in Milwaukee, so so it's been a long time partnership. So I was kind of surprised. It wasn't the Predators in the Wild or the Predators in the Blackhawks. I get the Blackhawks being there because you're going to get a lot of people to drive up there. Milwaukee has a lot of Blackhawk fans, so I was kind of surprised it wasn't Blackhawks Predators. But is it maybe Minnesota? It'll be a good time. Best way they think to fill the arena with fans from both. Um, maybe, yeah. It's going to be interesting but to I force mean, Milwaukee I, fans to cheer for either a team from Illinois or was or uh, Minnesota. I mean, you'll but, have but, like you'll have people travel. Yeah. But Blackhawk fans will go the ninety, the you know, the oh, hour yeah. and twenty minutes. It's a six-hour drive or five-hour drive from the Twin Cities. I mean, are you gonna are you that dedicated to do that for a game in Milwaukee? That's like not an outdoor game or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to that. And and some people were like, "Oh, why are the Blackhawks doing this?" Well, um, this might be something. Maybe we see a, 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 for. A couple times a season, maybe because hey, we're not going to be selling out many games at the United Center in these next couple of years. I know. Let's go seventy-five miles north and have a sellout up there. Sure, and I why mean, not try to grow your fan base? I mean, absolutely. You know, it's they they all my. Anytime someone says, "Why are they doing this?" It's like money, money, money. It's always money. The <laughs> answer is it. always money. Yeah, that's it. All right, a couple other news and notes we should get to before we get to our uh, all team USA draft. Uh, Detroit has hired Derek Lalonde, the Tampa Bay assistant. We had all talked about uh, that was done very quickly. As soon as they interviewed him, they hired him, which makes me think Steve Eiserman told him, hey, when the season's over, you're my coach. Cool. Um, Rick Tockett uh, is favored to win the Jets job. Nothing official just yet. Uh, if you're listening to this on Monday, it might be by then. Jim Montgomery to Boston looks like a done deal. Um, and Bob Bugner the San Jose Sharks head coach and his staff were fired on Friday, which is a really interesting strategy considering the draft is next week and at mostly every other team that needs a coach has already hired one. They don't even have a GM. What are they doing? They don't have a GM or a coach six days before the NHL draft. Oh, boy. Hmm. So if you think it's tough to be a Blackhawks fan these days, just... Maybe, maybe since they don't have a GM, we can contact them and take some of their prospects. Be like, yeah, that William Eklund guy, he's no good. He sucks. Send him this way. Trust us. Yeah. Uh, we yes. know Doug Wilson, and we're trying to do right by him. You don't want this yes. guy. Yes. William Eklund, he ran a terrible uh, hockey rumor site years ago. Send him this way. <laughs> is that still around? E5. I think it is. Yeah. I think it is. I don't know. I haven't been on. I never went there to begin with. So yeah. It's no good. All right. Um, sh- shall we get our draft underway here? Yes. All right. So I went to pickerwheel.com 
Uh, and I entered all of our names, so we've got a three-person wheel, and I'm going to spin it, and the first one, you know, we'll do pick order, right? Like, number one, number two, number three. All right, here we go. Are we going right. to do a uh, snake draft? Uh, good question. We should do a snake draft, yes. I believe that's all the right. correct way to do it. That's what we did last time. Yeah. All right, let's do that. It is spinning. You can hear it spinning. The number one pick goes to... Mario. Yeah. USA, USA. <laughs> it plays a cute little song when it's over too. So nice. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna sound really great for our audience. Uh, here, uh, all right. Now for the number two pick, it's me or Greg. Underway. Come on, big money. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Yes, I got the number two pick. All right. At least we know it wasn't fixed. <laughs> no, I did it up on the up and up. Because Mario and I cannot see this spinning wheel, so if Jay got the first yeah. pick, I would immediately call shenanigans about that. Sure, yeah. yeah, maybe I should. No, no screen sharing over here. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that feature is suddenly uh, turned off. I don't know what happened. Weird. All right, we have to have right. this discussion as we do before every USA-born player draft or conversation. Are we counting Brett Hull, not born in the USA? But he played for Team USA. He played for Team USA, but he was not born here. He was a he's U.S. The, citizen. He's got the du- dual citizenship. So is he? Are we allowing Brett Hall? When, when I, you bring when you bring up American players on different websites, he is included. I say we include him. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with including him. Okay, so when we when we put this just to take everyone behind the curtain, it can't say American born greatest American hockey players. American hockey players. Sure. All right, all right. So, and we, so I I have all of America to select from. And this is this is a very interesting position to be in, but I think it's very easy <clears throat> because we are the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We have seen greatness, American greatness, for the past 14, 15 years, however long it's been. And when it's all said and done, when his career is done, he will be considered the greatest American player. There might be someone coming behind him that might take that title in a few years, but when it's when his career is all said and done, he will be the greatest American player to have ever played. First pick overall, Patrick Kane. All right, that's not there you're not is. going off the board. That's a solid pick. All your reasoning is correct. Uh, when when his career is over, he will be the greatest American-born player ever until Austin Matthews retires. And takes the title yeah. <laughs> from Patrick Kane. <laughs> so that is my number one pick, Austin Matthews. I'm very there glad he is there. Yes. <laughs> All right. Just so everybody knows, we are doing we are drafting a lineup. So we're taking a center, two wingers, two defensemen, and a goaltender here. Starting so, lineup. Yep. yep. Jay's got his center taken care of. Um and now the two guys I wanted most are gone, so now i got to do a little research here. But two in a row, though. Now the draft starts. Yes. Uh, but I get two picks in a row, so I am going to um, fill out my center position as well right off the bat, and I am going to do it with good old number nine, Mike Madano is Mike my first Madano. pick at center. Wow, I thought you were going to go Ronick for sure. Mike Badano uh, of uh, Mighty Ducks fame. Yes. No, I, I you know, Ronick, Ronick definitely was a choice, but, uh, you know, more goals, more points. I'm going to go for it. Uh, Longevity. 
Exactly. And then I'm going to move to the, um, where to go from here? Man, so many good decisions. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go to the blue line. Oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have an, an amazingly offensive lineup here because I'm going to go to the blue line and I'm going to take a former Blackhawk, defenseman Phil Housley with my wow. second pick. All right. The all-time leading pointsman for American-born defensemen with 1,232 points in 1,495 games. So, uh, yeah, take that, guys. All right. How many games did he play with the Blackhawks? Wasn't it like... Not a lot. Not many, no. Uh, eight, was it a no. season? I think it was more than it one. might have been a season and a half. Stand by. Bringing up those career numbers right now. I'll he draft while you look. Play, he played 137 games yeah. for the Blackhawks. Oh, okay. So okay. Uh, a season and a half. Almost two full seasons. He wasn't terrible either. The team was terrible, but he wasn't. <laughs> You can All say right. that a lot about that that era. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take who I think, aside from Patrick Kane, is the greatest American-born player ever, uh, Chris Chelios, to Ooh, solidify my go. my blue line. Um, just you need the physicality, you need the leadership, you need the entire package, and that's what Chris Chelios brings. I might slap the C on a sweater too, just for funsies. There you go. Um, so that's my number two pick, Chris Chelios. You, you said package. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right. I am going to uh, – I got back-to-back picks here. So I am going to solidify my starting uh, forwards lineup Ooh. here. I'm going to go get a, get a center and a wing. Um, I am going to take a, uh, a pair of Wisconsin natives – Okay. One that played at Wisconsin, one that uh, gave the middle finger to Wisconsin and played at Minnesota. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Captain America, Joe Pavelski, and uh, the hot dog eating champion himself, two-time Stanley Cup winner, Phil Kessel. Oh, right. see, I love that one because he's fat, and so am I. It's my and, favorite. And you know what? I passed up on you know I passed up on Rona because I'm just I don't know I'm just going I'm just having fun with this draft. This is a fun draft, and that's a fun line. It's amazing that he is not going to get drafted. <laughs> that is nope, shocking. We've got all of our centers done, so yeah, that is uh, pretty crazy. We are but, going uh, to infuriate. You know what? Just, just like he's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> all right, I, I often make well, the sometimes mistake. your sometimes your post career comments will cost you later yeah, in life. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do that. Um, that happens. I often lose these drafts because I pick favorites over the who I should take, uh, and I'm going to stray <laughs> from that this time because I'd like to actually win one of these one of these times. So I'm going to do it, and I'm going to take. Uh, the Golden Brett, Brett Hole. There you go. That's mine. All righty. There you go. You advocate for him to get into the draft, and then you get to pick him. For the record, I wanted to exclude him. Ah, But since okay. he's there, well, I'll take him. That works. All right. I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to wrap out my um, forwards. I'm going to take a couple of wingers. I'm going to take a guy that I think is criminally underrated, but the man won and the man scored wherever he goes. I'm going to go with Joe Mullen. Good pick. All right, all right. And then I'm going to go with a little more. I'm going to go with an actual, an active player right now. Oh. Get a little, get a little flair out there. You got Madonna out there that can make you, can score a pass. Joe Mullen's your greedy guy, and that's going to create a lot of room on the ice for Johnny Hockey. Johnny Gaudreau is my other There winger. you go. That's a good pick. That's a, that is a good pick. All right. I like that one. So that's your fourth round pick. I'm putting numbers next to them, too, so we can keep track of where they were picked. That could there be fun go. as well. 
<laughs> I'm very pleased to to draft uh, a guy who I hated because he wasn't on my team, and my current brother in fatness, Keith Kachuk. Hey, there you go. I always thought he would be a hawk. I always thought they would find a way to bring mm-hmm, him yeah. to Chicago. He was one of those guys. Yeah. Every year there was a guy that had that rumor, Keith Kachuk or Brett Hall. Those were the two guys every yeah, year that the Hawks go. were going to get. And you Brett you have Hall the all-time happened. all-time almost Hawks. <laughs> yeah, you pretty yeah. much do. Yeah. Yep. They're finally right. reunited in, in in Chicago. About time. Yeah. All right, back to me? Yep. Back to me. Yep, All two right. Two from Mario. All right. Well, I have a a current Blackhawks great on my team. I'm going to get a uh, a past Blackhawks great. Wasn't around for a long time, but a good time. And uh, he's going to be uh, he's going to be the all-around defenseman that I need, the size that I need. Big buff Dustin Buff. Oh man. Yes. <laughs> nice. Nice. And he's going to be paired with the uh, I believe, if my uh, if my history lessons are correct, the only American defenseman to win the Conn Smythe, Brian Leach. Oh my God! How is Leach still on the board? Yes, Brian yeah. Leach. He was Oof. when uh, when I got into hockey back in the late '90s, early 2000s. One of the ways that I really got into the game was playing video games. Yep. And for whatever reason. Brian, like playing with Brian Leach in like those the NHL 2000 2001, like that was, I don't know why. Like I was, I was, I think it was because he wore number two, and back back in the day when I would play sports, like number two was like my number. So I was like, oh okay, yeah, I'll I'll be you know I'll play with this guy, and then he was like super good. I was so I've always had a, a little uh, you know. Background affinity for Brian Leach. So I mean, he will, uh, he'll he, be paired with Dustin Buff. Awesome all around defenseman. Uh, Duncan Keithy, you know, that he yeah. was just a great player for a long time. Also wears number two. Yes, there you go. Uh, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm a little bit surprised that I'm doing this, but uh, I've got Chelios. I might as well complete uh, the pair and, and, and draft oh, Gary Suter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Gary Suter, and this, Greg, this could be a fun throwback topic. Forgotten Blackhawks. Um, Love Gary Suter. <laughs> Gary Suter was awesome, and there Good were number twenty. There were years where him and Chris Chelios would finish number one and two on the Blackhawks in scoring, and that was more of a problem with the forwards than anything. <laughs> but Chelios and Suter were a pair, like Keith and Seabrook, for a long time. Like that, you know, those two were awesome together. Uh, he is Ryan's uncle, not his dad, but his uncle. Uh, I remember. I, I, what's sad is I think he's most remembered for that hit he put on Paul Correa. Where he kind of cross-checked him, uh, Suter was coming from behind the net. Korea was coming uh, to crash the net and cross-check Korea in the face and and really injured him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was it was ugly. It was a bad. It was a dirty play. But um, it, I, it's it's a shame that it's guys like this, right? These periphery, like really really good for a long time, but not Hall of Famers. The time sort of forgets. So I don't want to yeah. forget Gary Suter. Good I loved Gary Suter. NHL 94, man. Him yep. and Chelios. Speaking about video games, yeah, that was uh, good stuff. All right, so I get two picks to close out my lineup here, I guess. Huh? Um, so I'm going to finish my defense with a Hall of Famer, son of a legend, Mark Howe is who I'm going with to f- close out my defense. Son go. of Gordy. All right. Um, son of Gordy. Son of Gordy, Mark Howe, uh, longtime flyer, closed out with the Red Wings, um, and then played a bunch in the WHA with his dad, too. So, um, long career. 
and I get to take the first goalie off the board. It's a lot of first pressure goalie here. off the board. Boy, there's a lots of guys. Well, it's a cavalcade there's, of stars here. <laughs> there's not a lot of depth in American goaltending. <laughs> no. Um, man, it it's not great, Bob. Uh, there's <laughs> like, uh, well, I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with Tom Barrasso. I'm a big right. Tom Barrasso guy. All right. Uh, All right. You know, won a couple Stanley Cups. When you look at his numbers, his, his goals against, his save percentage, not fantastic, but you got to remember the error he played in. Yes. His numbers are yes. actually better. Goaltending was much num- different then. <laughs> yes. Goaltending optional. The nets were bigger. The goalies were smaller. The And the there was no such thing as blue paint. You can kill people. Um, but Tom Barrasso... Uh, better numbers than Grant Fuhrer, who's in the Hall of Fame. Just didn't win quite as many cups, but he had two at Pittsburgh. So I'm going to take him. He had 369 wins and 777 nice. games start. So I'm going Tom Pretty Barrasso. Good. Pretty good. All right. Another guy that should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. Boy, this is a tough one for me because I'm choosing between someone I really like and someone I know is better. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do it, and I'm I'm going to take Jonathan Quick. Oh, I think he's probably the best American goalie ever when it's all said and done. Um, The numbers, the accolades, everything. Um, 2.42 career goals against 913 save percentage. Those are at or near the top of American born goalies. So I will take uh, Jonathan Quick. All right. All right. Who's Mr. Irrelevant? Mr. Irrelevant. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I'm tempted to go. I'm tempted to go with a current player. Because Craig Anderson, who decided to deal yes, with the Sabres? Craig Anderson, former Blackhawk. No, no, I'm tempted to go with Connor Hellebuck, but I think I have to go with, you know, if they if they can't be traded for each other, at least they can play on the same team. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with uh, with with U.S. great silver medalist in 2010, Ryan Miller. Oh, it's solid. All right, so let's recap the draft. Uh, we'll start with Mario's team. Uh, well, I'll go one through six with the picks made. Patrick Kane, Joe Pavelski, Phil Kessel, Dustin Bufflin, Brian Leach, and Ryan Miller. I feel like my, my, my team's going to have a, a good 4th of July party. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> hide your daughters, hide your wives. It is a, yes, they're going to get after it. Hide your and hot hide dogs. your hot dogs, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have Austin Matthews, Chris Chelios, Brett Hull, Keith Kachuk, Gary Suter, and Jonathan Quick. And Greg has Mike Modano, Phil Housley, Joey Mullen, Johnny Gaudreau, uh, Mark Howe, and Tom Barrasso. All right, I like all, all these right. teams. All I like right. these teams. USA, USA. Right, do we, anyone have a, just a top of your heads? Who, who, who's the winner here? Who, who do we like the most? I like my team, obviously. Yeah, my team's on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. I always hate any draft I do. I immediately hate my team. Um, so my team sucks. Isn't that always how it goes? I mean, Jay's, Jay's, Jay's team's pretty solid there. Uh, that's a pretty solid lineup. It's yeah. just painful that JR wasn't taken. Yeah, no JR. Oh. No Mike Richter at goalie. That's what, See, that's who there. I was deciding between with yeah, quick. A little, we, can all a little. P- we can all pick one healthy scratch. I mean, this this might be something that we need to like expand and do a full roster because there's a lot of guys that didn't go. Um, Pat Lafontaine, yeah, not drafted. Neil Broughton, um, screw him, you know. North Star. <laughs> John Leclaire, Eddie Olchek. I mean, yeah, lots of really good yeah. players here. Tony we barely Imani. scratched. Yeah, I thought about Amante. I did. Alex I really Debrinkat. did. Yeah, yeah. We barely scratched the 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 
current players, a lot of really good current American players that just didn't make the cut. But. Next 4th of July, we'll do current American players draft. There you go. Current That's players. fun. Put that on yeah. your, put, we'll put that on the calendar so we don't forget for next year. All right. All right. Put we'll it put in it my calendar notion. right now. <laughs> Put it in Notion a year at a time, exactly. <laughs> All right, so look on our social media for this. Uh, we're going to have a nice graphic published. I'm not sure when because it is a holiday weekend. We're not going to ask our uh, producers to kill themselves, but hopefully we get a graphic up soon so you can vote on who won. Well, Lawrence said that he's ready to go for it. So Sweet. Uh, so I will yeah, send we'll, him the we'll picks the as info. soon as we uh, wrap up the show, which we're yeah. doing right now. But first, we need to tell people what they need, Mario. Yeah, you know, Fourth of July weekend. It is a uh, it's a popular weekend for, you know, eating a lot of hot dogs and eating a lot of burgers, a lot of brats. Yes. You know, doing it doing it all in the name of uh, of of America, and when you get when you get uh, through digesting all of that, probably with the help of uh, Athletic Greens. But when you get through digesting that, you want to kind of burn off those calories. You want to get back into uh, into your summer summer shape. What you're going to need to to help you out with that, with recovery, with with muscle building, and everything, is some Owen. O W Y N stands for only what you need. Owen is a 100% plant based protein shake that gives you nutrition that works just as hard as you do. All of their products are free of artificial ingredients. They are allergen friendly. They don't contain any gluten or dairy. They are easily digestible, and you may have heard about Owen from Chicago Bears quarterback Justin Fields. He follows a plant-based diet, and uh, right now, Owen and CHGO are partnering up to give you an awesome offer. You can get 20% off of your first purchase at liveowen.com when you use the code CHGO20. So join Justin Fields and myself. I've been trying to get uh, into working out again. Using Owen has been great. I try and cut out gluten and dairy as much as possible. And uh, it's helping me with uh, recovery between workouts, helping me feel uh, feel good about myself. So uh, get yourself some Owen. Again, O-W-Y-N, only what you need. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. When we next speak on Tuesday, hopefully we'll have some news to go over. We're getting really close to the draft. I want to remind everybody, too, uh, that we're going to be live during the first round of the draft. And we're going to be live during the second and third rounds of the draft. That is Thursday and Friday, and then Thursday night, we will do a full draft wrap-up show, so you're not going to be able to get rid of us. Then the week after that, <laughs> we've got Prospects Camp and Free Agency. The next two weeks are going to be crazy in the Is world of he? hockey and the world of the Blackhawks, so make sure you stick with us. And again, if you missed our interview Thursday with Luke Richardson, go back and listen. It's phenomenal. I've listened to it at least three times since we've done it. I love it. I love hearing it. I like to recap what he did and all the mistakes I made so I can beat myself up over the course of 24 hours. Um, but it was really, really great. Uh, so yep. make sure you go listen to it and help us share it. If you see it floating out there, hit the retweet button for us. Uh, that's always very helpful. And the best thing you can do too, aside from uh, supporting our sponsors like PointsBet and Owen and uh, Strava and Athletic Greens is to subscribe to the podcast on your podcast app or like and subscribe to the YouTube page and turn those notifications on so you know when new episodes drop. With every team doing five shows a week, it can be tough to keep up. Those notifications are very, very helpful for when uh, episodes drop. So make sure you do us those solids. And if you'd like, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Also very, very helpful in growing podcasts. So with that, let's wrap things up. Happy 4th of July. Be safe. Do not blow your hand off, please.
Yes. We need you to hit that subscribe button, and you can't do that without <laughs> fingers. So you please. You need all your fingers <laughs> to type out allchgo.com and to click become a member. So keep those fingers uh, attached to your hands. Absolutely. So for Greg and Mario, I'm Jay. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. Mm-hmm.